Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing a new old movie theater in OKC, and later on in the show, we hope you didn't bet all your money on sports betting. I'm Brent. And I am Harley. So I don't know if you know this or not, I've been wearing glasses for at least as long as you've known me, but I've actually been wearing them since the second grade, okay? And when I first started wearing glasses, your options were tortoise shell and tortoise shell. And I would take said glasses and I would hide them. And my second grade teacher, Sister Carmen, God rest your soul, she was the one of the meanest nuns ever. She would grab you by your ear and drag you. And come on, you come here, you come over here. She would call my mom and say, uh, is Brett having trouble seeing? Because I would squint. And my mom would be like, uh, he's got glasses. Well, he's not wearing them. Long story short, a lot of years of stashing glasses and wearing glasses and buying glasses and trying to have different glasses. I, at one point in my life, I did get contacts and it lasted about 12 hours because I couldn't put thing, put it in my eye. Do you wear contacts? No. You, what, what's your vision? I don't know. You don't know? You, that's the thing. You don't know because you don't have terrible... Do you have good vision, would you say? No. Hmm. I have old dude vision. See, and that's the thing. I decided to get contacts at 45 with old man vision. Yeah, as you can see right now, I'm wearing reading glasses because I can't read the screen. It's nice to not have glasses on, but I'm at this stage now where I've had them for so long. Every time I take a picture off, I take my glasses off. You know what I mean? I take them off rarely ever. And now I'm thinking... It, do I not? Okay, the point is, I went to to Westmore Vision Center, got fitted for some contacts, struggled with getting them in. They're working great, with a few exceptions, and it's not their fault. It's not their fault that I waited forty years to get contact. Can't see real good up close. Can see pretty good far away, but my job requires me to read screens, and it's <laughs> okay. So here's how. Here's what I get. Here's what I get from your story. Yeah. Nuns are narcs. They're narcs. Yeah. And you you can't really see that well, unless it's far away. And good thing for you, today yeah. we're talking about a movie theater. Screens are typically a little bit away from you, so you might be able to see what's going on. Well, yeah, but I wanted to give a shout out to Wes Moore. You already uh, did Vision that. I heard them. I know, but... I heard you say that. Okay. Well, I wanted to tell them again how much I appreciate them. And what, what was the nun's name again that you want to call a narc? Sister Carmen. She's still around? No. Are you sure? I'm almost positive. I'm 99.9%. She was 60. Did she get you a ruler? No. But she would grab you by your ear, and she would seriously grab you by your your ear and yank you from the playground or yank you down. I I wasn't. She never did that to me. I miss the good old days when nuns would hit you with a ruler. I I miss the good old days when you could beat your kid's ass and not threaten them if they said anything. You know what I mean? Where everybody, you remember when everyone in the neighborhood had permission to whip your ass? Oh, yeah. Those were the good old days. I'm going to say, although I did get my butt beat on more than one occasion and had people like grown ass adults rap me out for doing stuff that was not worthy of a butt beating, I would love to see it back today. The amount of investment that you had from just random strangers yes. in you not growing up to be a hoodlum was through the roof. It's one of those things where there's a lot of kids, a lot of adults, 
whose neighbors didn't whip their ass, and it shows. Yes. <laughs> but I will say that the owners and operators of the Rodeo Cinema in Oklahoma City, their parents whipped their butts good. They did whip their butts good, but they also taught them that, uh, to have a taste in cinema. Agreed, and I think that comes from just whipping child... Whipping their ass with VHS tapes. Or belt, or... Or whatever. Making them pick their own switch. They, they Obviously, they had to pick their own switch. They did have to pick their own switch. Anyway, the Rodeo Cinema in Oklahoma City is an iconic spot that has been providing movie magic since 1924. You know... Dude, that's almost 100 years. It is. And, and you look at where it's at, it makes sense... It's a it's a cool setup in the middle of probably one of the most historic, and I'm not just saying it because there's a sign that says it, in one of the most historic locations in Oklahoma, and most definitely in Oklahoma City. It's it's in a wonderful spot right there on Exchange. Uh, it absolutely is. And they started off doing silent movies, obviously. obviously. 1924 would have been silent movies. Uh, Mid-1980s, they transition to an Opry, and now today it's back showing old and independent films. And we've talked about movie theaters a lot, uh-huh. and we fancy the older establishments. And, and this is a perfect example. I've been to, me personally, been to a few screenings there. Not as many as I'd like, but I've seen The Irishman there. I went to a special screening of Halloween 4. I met, uh, I met Anthony Michael Hall at a screening of the Breakfast Club there, it it has this very, you walk in and it's, it's the thing that I like about smaller theaters, especially ones that are still trying to capture that, that old cinema feel, is you walk in and you can hear the popcorn, you can smell. It's there, There's the, we talked about that, there's those certain scratch and sniff things that if you had a sticker set for the movies, you want to smell the popcorn, you want to hear the this, you want, it, it's, it hits all of those nodes for me. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. One of the things that I really like more than anything is the fact that they promote local filmmakers. Yes. As far as movies go, there there aren't a lot of good new movies. Not a ton. And so supporting independent filmmakers, documentary, documentarians, uh-huh. um, or even just you know showing some of the old classic silent films, right. I think it's a great thing. And they actually do the the silent films with live organ accompaniment, which I think is cool. That is super cool. You know, and one thing they'll never be guilty of, you're never going to see an Avengers movie in Rodeo Cinema unless it was directed by David Cronenberg. Uh, which, <laughs> and that's another thing what I like. They've hosted some VHS tape swaps there. They're always, I mean, they're quite literally always doing something. Yes, I mean, if they're not showing a cool movie that you need to go see, they're doing special live performances, and they've got two locations. They've mm-hmm. got the one there in Stockyard City, yep. and then they also have the other one in the historic Paramount yep. Paramount building. On Film Row, yeah. But I think more importantly, they have monthly programs that I didn't, like, I was shocked to see that this is something that actually happens. So the Oklahoma Film Society partners with them. To put out a lot of Oklahoma movies, uh-huh. which is great. Yeah. But they also have Music Movie Mondays with musicals or movies with great music in mm-hmm. them. They have Cult Classic Cinema, which is really the Cult Classics, I think, built they did. They've... The genre. 
don't even know the I don't even know the word to the the cult classics really invigorated a whole legion of fans. Yes, that really fell in love with movies that don't have the two hundred and three hundred million dollar well, budgets. A, they have, and you know, if you're, and I'm kind of in some of those groups. It is a rabid fan base, and you know what? And the generations are getting younger. Mm-hmm. You know, the movies that we appreciated are now kind of the 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 next generation has kind of taken the the mantle and the torch of keeping those things in not even the mainstream. That's the worst way to put it, but keeping them in the forefront, keeping them alive, keeping them alive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, they also do a stage on screen, which puts a spotlight on films that originated in the theater. They do a movie book club where they they show movies that are based on novels. They do a cartoon clubhouse, so it's just cartoons for adults. Yeah. Which I think is one of those things that is real niche. Um and you know, it it has its own cult following. Yeah, and it's in and it's created by Brad Chad uh Porter. He's a he's a local comedian, so I mean who better to have to, to host a cartoon clubhouse? And then obviously last on that list is the Camp Horror, which is celebrating films that have really are up your alley. The the bloody horror movies. Yeah, kind of the grind more of the grindhouse stuff. Yeah, for sure. So so you know, I try to go to as many movies as I can just simply because I don't get to get out much. Or I don't not that I don't get to get out much. I don't get to watch a lot of movies at home. I own a ton of movies on physical media, which is my favorite uh it's the last i we're here's the thing about physical media we are in the last bastion of physical media i don't know if i agree with that like going to walmart right okay, now. okay i don't know if i agree with you okay to be completely honest for christmas uh-huh. i just bought my youngest daughter yeah a record player i'm not saying records Re- that that's coming back but you're also paying $50 for a record that you would have paid $10 right, but I don't, for I don't think in 1982. We're seeing the end of physical media. I think we're seeing a transition which will just I'm referring to movies. I and I agree with that. Uh, what I'm saying is yeah. the record was something that was the purest form of music yeah. for a lot of people and it's making a it's making a comeback. I think you're going to see a comeback in a lot of these different medias. I think you're going to see a comeback with VHS. I think you're going to see a comeback well, with I mean, it's, DVDs it's there. or CD, yeah. DVDs. Well, I, as far as retail, like your your big box retailers have really trimmed down on their stock. Uh, you can buy a lot online. I, I, I buy a few movies. I'm not going to lie. But my point is, what I've noticed, and I've gone to a few, there's a, a small theater on the north side of town called the Icon that's really up, I think it's up the cinema game. I mean, you get free refills on co- your popcorn, free refills on drinks. You get the small cinema, small theater experience. It, it doesn't always have to be a $60 trip to the movies. And I think, you know, Rodeo Cinema is one of those that, it, especially if you're in a fan, it's a it, it caters to kind of a niche fan base in, uh, on, on a lot of levels. I think it really caters to the the cinemaphiles. I think the people oh, yeah. that love movies. Yeah. I think I could probably go there during any showing and have fun. Yeah. Now is it gonna be my favorite movie? Probably not, because you can only show Alien 
or the a- thing or Alien versus Predator Re- Requiem. You can only show Alien versus Predator Requiem so many times in a row before you have to send out for new discs, right? Because re- <laughs> you burned through them. So obviously you can't watch it all the time, but I think you think people that love movies will love their their programs, love the the extra effort that they put in. And they do a lot to again, we you know, we've kind of talked about it, but they do I say a lot, but they've do they do a ton to cater to again, I say the specialty cinephiles, the 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 ones that aren't always that don't mind a mainstream movie, but like that like those independent horror films or those documentaries. There's not a lot of theaters that take a shot at documentaries. Oh yeah, absolutely not. And they do a they do a ton of documentaries down there at Rodeo Cinema. So one of the things that they do that I really like that I really appreciate. What's that? They have a podcast. You know, we're kind of partial. We are kind of partial to podcasts. I do like their their cafe. It has all the the normal stuff. I'm I'm positive that you can get milk duds and popcorn. Yep. But you can also get a lot of cinema-themed mm-hmm. sandwiches or, you know, uh, charcuterie boards, mm-hmm. weird, different, off-the-wall things that you wouldn't expect at a movie theater. Movie poster? Can you get a movie? You can't get a movie poster at other at other locations, other big box theaters. Maybe you can, but like full-size mm-hmm. posters, T-shirts. They got yeah. all. I mean, they got a cool little gift gift area I, mean, I just i really dig this place it's so much fun yeah and they have that like i said they have the the member program they you get discounted tickets you get free stuff uh, i think a lot of that would probably fall into the movie poster arena yeah. things of that yep. nature they have two locations the rodeo art house stockyards which is on exchange avenue in oklahoma city or the rodeo art house film row which is on sheridan avenue absolutely well, if you want more information, you can hit them up on RodeoCinema.org. Stick around. We're going to talk some more sports betting and okay. I'm Raven Rollins, and this is my Southern True Crime podcast where I discuss cases from my former hometown. Ada, Oklahoma paints itself as an average community, but its history of murder and corruption runs deeper than any story has ever told. You'll hear plenty of special guests, including authors and experts in their fields, who visit with me on each episode, as well as other cases in the southern states. With notorious and unknown cases alike, every victim sees the light on my show. This is Sirens, a true crime podcast. All right, so we talked about sports betting a few shows ago because everybody was super excited. Oklahoma. We were going to have sports betting. I don't think it really impacted you or I. No. Uh, but it's an interesting follow-up to the story we discussed before. This one's out of KFOR. Uh, Caroline Sellers says, Sports betting legislation fails to pass in Oklahoma. You know, I just wish we weren't so damn uptight about stuff. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know if it... I don't know that it's the, us being uptight. I think this is the... This goes to what we discussed when we were talking about... About the marijuana thing. About the legalized yeah. marijuana thing. I think it's it was a failure of communication. It's like, all, I think it's all in how it's written, right? I mean, it's got I think it's how the ads are written. Yeah. Nobody reads laws, dude. No, they don't. Sorry, they don't. They don't. But uh, Senator Coleman 
had called upon Governor Stitt to partner with tribal leaders in order to make sports betting possible in the future. Again, I'm not for it or against it, but you you have to have a clear message for the voters. Here's my thing, and I don't know if 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 the the the, the fences have been mended between Stitt and tribal leaders, but it hadn't been that long ago that Stitt was trying to Katie bar the doors at at tribal casinos because they weren't paying taxes. Remember that? It's been within the last five years. It was a big deal. It was high profile. I'm not making yeah. this up. No, I... So, I don't know I don't know how much stroke or skin he's, he actually has in the game when it comes to tribal leaders. But again, I think it's all... It boils down to communication. I don't think that... I don't think that the casinos in Oklahoma or the tribes behind the casinos in Oklahoma dislike money. Right. Oh, no, so most definitely if, not. if you're going to give them another avenue of income... Mm-hmm. They're going to take a look at it. If you convey it properly, it really doesn't matter who brings it to the table. Yeah. If you you make a good case... Yeah, it's got yeah, to be a win-win. <laughs> right. And I think it really just boiled down to they didn't have enough buy-in from the big players, so there wasn't enough advertising involved, so it didn't pass. I wonder how, I wonder how steep the the defeat was so you know with the marijuana thing it was a freaking blowout i believe that the the vote was lost 66 to 26 in the house that's a so, pretty good ass with it two to one yeah but again they're all politicians so yeah i take issue with the the way we sell things to the to the citizens of the state it's all about education i'm sorry but please don't make sports betting about education don't make lottery about education. Don't make marijuana about education. Let's talk education, and then let's talk the the pros and cons of the other things that you want to legalize. And and don't try to strong arm the citizens by saying it's for the children. Well, there's a song. We're not doing sports betting for the children. Right. There's a song by a band called Death, and one of the lines in the song is, they don't care who they step on as long as they get along. Uh, it's from a song called Politicians in in My Eyes. But, yeah, I just, and there, there's so much hand-holding. You, everyone, uh, there ain't a single politician left or right that doesn't have a vested interest. It, it's just about how well they can cut, slice the pie. That's it. It's not about you or I. It's about them. Well, it always it always is to a degree. If it's good for the state, then I'm okay with it. But if it's good for the state, you're yeah. going to have to show me how it's good for the state. It's the old, if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. <laughs> no, I, at the end of the day, I'm all for, you know, I'm all for adding, you know, being up to date with the times, advancing the state economically. You know, if we're bringing in new industry into the state, I'm all for it if it benefits the state in net. If you're going to bring in, you know, a giant super Amazon building, then you know, show me that it benefits the state. So some of the numbers, I mean, you know, we're looking at 9.3 million. That's 12% would go to general revenue, whatever that means exactly. And 88% to education. Ah, they tried to pull that edge. Again, when we start talking the, it's for the, you, you go back to the, for the kids thing. Think mm-hmm. about the lottery. Mm, how much, how much, that, how much of that money went to for the kids? Right. So you, we got schools we have to shut down because they're dilapidated. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You know, again, 
I the minute you start selling me on an idea and you you put you put my kids at the top of the list, right? I immediately start to go, okay, I'm pulling back. So that I mean, I'm sure that had to that has to have a little bit to do with how it went down in flames, but who knows? If you want more information on that, we will include a link in the show notes. Before we get out of here, Brett, I did want to uh, give a shout out, or I wanted to discuss some feedback that we got. Okay. Uh, the coffee cup. Yes. We show about uh, a couple weeks back. Yes, we did. They uh, thanked us profusely on the internet. I um, read that. I'm super pumped. It's very rare that we get feedback that is very as specific as the feedback from the coffee cup. Oh, as the feedback from the coffee cup was. It never happens. It's you know, very. It's you're right. It's rare. We'll normally get somebody that you know calls out something specific, or, or how we pronounce a town, or something <laughs> like that. But when you go, when you give you know a, a short story on how cool the only an OK show is, and you you include details where it's like you had to have listened to multiple shows mm-hmm. to come up with all of the points that you came to. So I have a confession. Yeah. After you told me about that, I got excited. I called. I tried to call the owner. Uh huh. She was on vacation, but the the kind gentleman that I spoke to, mm-hmm. I said I'm with you know Elaine Okay Show. He goes, she sat all of us down and made us listen to it. That's awesome, dude. I mean, man, it it just feels good. Well, and I think they appreciated the fact that we noticed that they were going above and beyond. Yes, it's one thing if you're a coffee shop. And you serve coffee, you did your job, right? Right. But if you, if you're a coffee shop and I feel genuinely welcomed. Yeah. I don't care how good your coffee is if you can't serve it. Ex- exactly. If yeah. I feel genuinely welcomed and I feel like you want me to be there, mm-hmm. it makes all the difference in the world. Absolutely. I, and I'll be honest, I've been on cloud nine. There have been times where I'm sure we both were like, do we want to keep doing this thing? Yeah. Nobody's listening. Nobody's, nobody's, especially reaching. early on. Yeah. Yes. And again, man, these blue moon, blue, blah, 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 these blue moon moments like this makes it, it makes it worth it. I'm telling you. It really does. And again, if you are anywhere near Poto, Oklahoma and you need some coffee, if you need some real espresso and you're anywhere near Poto, the coffee cup is definitely high on my list of recommendations. And, uh, tell them that we sent you and you'll get 10. No, you won't. You won't get anything. You'll get a you'll get a good espresso. <laughs> if you tell them that you sent that we sent you, they will say thank you. They will say thank you. <laughs> they will probably do it anyway. <laughs> and then they will charge you full price, and you will pay said price. Absolutely, because you get what you pay for. And that's the same thing with this show. You get what you pay for with this one. Even though we go above and beyond for a free show, you're getting what you paid for. <laughs> Whatever your internet costs you. You're getting your money's worth. Well, this has been the All You Know K Show. New shows every week. I'm Brett. And I'm Harley. And we're out of here. Peace. You know what I like about high school chicks? <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs>
older they get, the more addicted to technology they are. <laughs> That's the future. <laughs> They're more self-reliant on technology. When you date a robot, bandwidth size does matter. <laughs> bandwidth. All right, you ready for this? You're silly. And welcome Did you do to anything you. lately? Yeah, I've done uh, some things um, in and around the country of Oklahoma. Um, what did I do? Yeah, give me a second. I did so. Oh, I mean, I got contacts after 40 years at Westmore Vision Center in Westmore in, in Moore, Oklahoma. <coughs> that doesn't sound like a cheeseburger story at all, but go ahead. I'm sure people will be thrilled. Like, hold on. Wait a second. Like. Could I schedule a party for that? He didn't give the address. I was really hoping to get find out where he got his contacts at and drive from California. Or if they're like, you know, we're in, I really, we're, we're in New Zealand. I really, really hate Facebook. Like, the people, are they open on Sundays at between 1 and 4? Why don't you hit the link? Like, right. the internet is at your fingertips. It almost feels like when you're... you're you're just information baiting people. Can any, when you go on the internet, can anybody tell me where the best place to get such and such is? It, I mean, I know you want to, you want people to respond. You know what I mean? But just look it up. Yeah. It makes you look desperate and like you don't know how to use the internet for only one thing. You know, you're part of the problem, man. You know what I mean? I think that if I look at your Yelp history, yeah, and you've got more than one McDonald's with a five star rating. You're out of the club. You're done. You're the asshole that's using ways and putting speed traps in every 15 feet. Like, oh, there's a cop. Like, no, there's no cop. You're also given one-star reviews on Yelp for bathroom, for not having toilet paper in the bathroom. Yeah. The food was good, but then you had no toilet paper and I went doo-doo. Okay, so you gave him one star? Yeah. Would not recommend. Would not recommend taking your shit. I asked for a burger well done and it wasn't juicy at all yeah like what you want him to dip it in water here's what's so funny to me and i always i always laugh about it and make a comment when people post in these you know neighborhood groups or city groups or town groups i i get you want to rant and rave about food on facebook yeah at the end of the day unless you tell them Nothing changes, number one. And number two, it's always funny when somebody posts a pink ham- like it's pink, a hamburger that's pink in the middle. I'm like, I'm always like, way to go. I, I, I'm always like, I didn't know you could get a medium rare burger at McDonald's. That's awesome. Who <laughs> <laughs> was your way right away? Burger King? Yeah, I think so. But I guarantee if you said, can I get that medium, medium rare? They'd be like, oh, I can't do that. It's your way right away. Yeah, that was the old slogan. <laughs> What's your slogan now? BK is king. Uh, our slogan now is uh, "Eat it, bitch." If you notice, restaurants don't have slogans that get that empower the customer. No, they don't. They don't do that anymore. It's not. It's not about you. You're like you're like take this food and shove it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, and for the most part, I mean, hell, that's the. <laughs> <laughs> that means it's probably pretty good. Probably. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing a new old movie theater in OKC. And later in the show, we hope you didn't bet it all on sports. Hope you didn't bet it all on sports betting. 
Oh, gotcha. Sorry. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing a new old theater in OKC, and later in the show we hope you do Okay. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Da, 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 da. Three, two, one. I <laughs> got that first time I was like zit zang, and then I saw that, and my brain went to shit. Welcome to the, the show. Welcome to the show. I'm a trained professional. I'm a professional. Yeah, let's do this. Let's do, let's this, do it to, to today. Today, three, two, one. Welcome to the show. Today we're discussing a new. <laughs> Today, today. I get on to you for saying today, and now you're welcome to, to, to the, welcome to the show. Today, today, we are going to be talking about this thing, but we will not be talking about that thing tomorrow. Just today. <clears throat> Ready? Three, two, one. Welcome to the show. Gosh, why is today so hard to say? I don't know. You remember back in the day? <laughs> yeah. Bidet. Boudet. Three, two, one.